Welcome to the 3-0 podcast. Fair warning, this episode may include talks of adult themes, bad language and football. Welcome to the 3-0 podcast. This time on our weekly wrap-up, I am joined with Ethan, the Manchester United fan. Hello. Hello. And Chuck, the Arsenal fan. Glory, glory, Arsenal. Yep. Definitely singing that after, I mean, Arsenal's results. <sighs> nice. <laughs> let's not let's not <laughs> glory glory the old arsenal yeah so i mean we're all gathered in a zoom call and actually the first game we've got is a liverpool leeds game so leeds were at home uh, versus liverpool that ended 1-1 so uh at home in the swamp yeah um I mean, Sadio Mane scored in the 31st minute. Uh, great assist yeah, was, from Trent, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a great ball into Trent. Yeah, mm. Jota's pass wasn't expected. Like, I mean, it leads his defensive line. Um, I, d- I don't know where they went. Um, probably to the shops or, you know, to try and protest the Super League again. But they they were nowhere to be seen. And that ball from Jota that went in behind to um, to Trent just to knock into Mane was absolutely spectacular. I, I think it was more on Jota's pass than it was Trent's assist, to be honest. Yeah, mm. I mean, all Trent has to do is get a little tote there and... You know, pass it across goal from the left into Mane in the middle of goal, who almost misses. Like, he, he really goes for that corner with, with no goalkeeper in front of him. He's just being clinical. Clearly no, what he's doing. Maybe clinicality, but it looks to me as though he's just, he's, he's gotten very lucky with that not going past the post. That would have been hilarious. That would have summed up Liverpool's season perfectly. Yeah, I think it would. I mean, Liverpool in general this season have just, their main issue is that they can't actually seem to finish their chances. Like the the, the whole thing on previous seasons has been it's been absolute, you know, just almost like blitzkrieg sort of football. Like you know, they call if it like, a, like, like yeah. yeah. If there's a chance on goal, it goes in. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> and and it's just relentless. Whereas the season, it seems Liverpool's levels dropped, and especially in front of goal. Apart if, like if apart from Salah, who's still someone managed to hit twenty goals a season. Fuck knows yeah, how. And I, I think Mane's on eight and Firmino's on six. Yeah, Firmino's mm. dog water though. Like the bloke, I, I don't know how he still starts Liverpool half the time because as much as when, he's... When Jota's there. Yeah, when it, Jota's far and away the better player than uh, Firmino is. But I don't, I, I don't know. It's it's Klopp, Klopp's choice of, of player, isn't it? But um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, Klopp, out of all the managers in the past three, two or three seasons, Klopp's definitely, your opinion, is probably the biggest at the moment. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, if he gets it wrong every every so often, then who cares really? I mean, I'm sure Liverpool are probably writing off this season already, aren't they? Oh, I think they've sure. wrote off as soon as Van Dyke was injured, I think. I mean, yeah, Liverpool yeah. fans were giving the excuses out as soon as Van Dyke was injured. And I was like, okay. No, well, I, I, they still they still had Gomez and then Gomez got injured and then that's the point I think it all got written off. Well, no, because then they still had Matip and then Matip got injured and then they had to go and bring in <laughs> Kabak and I think they put in Ben Davies from Preston North End who's played one game all season. That yeah. bloke's agents like Super Moting's agent, sort of like you know you get like a super move from like nowhere. Mm, yeah. But, um, Leeds were actually unlucky, I thought, in this game. Both Bamford and Harrison terrorising that Liverpool defence quite a lot. They had some good chances, but but the chances that Liverpool had seemed to always go straight into Alisson's chest or stomach. Uh, They they refused to put it round them. It was like watching Jack Wilshere play for Arsenal. (laughs) I mean, none of the players got injured in this game, so it isn't exactly like watching Jack Wilshere play, is it? (laughs) Well, you know, know, it's finishing. There there was a uh, penalty shout for, for Leeds, though, wasn't there? Which well, one was that? I can't remember. It was, remember it was the ball that got crossed in from the right hand side, and Trent's arm was down by his side, and VAR had to review it for a good ten minutes. Because if they have yeah. to review it for a good ten minutes, and it's clearly not a handball, like if it's not clear and obvious, then I don't understand this handball rule anymore because it, it doesn't quite. Because we'll, we'll get to it later, but again, there seems to be no consistency 
with this handball because like he obviously Trent didn't get a penalty for it and we say this every uh, week yeah <laughs> every it, week it there's a handball make... decision we say this every yeah I mean we say and, and the offside as well but it, it bears talking yeah. about I mean I, I, I don't remember the chance that the, the, the actual instance off of my head but I'm saying if Trent's armed by his side I think it's fair enough it should be a penalty oh yeah um, it's, it's, it's very armed... much in a natural position by side so the okay. ball gets played in it it uh, goes just over uh, jumping Banffer's head and yeah. Trent's sort of leaning away from the goal side on and it yeah. just clips his arm whilst his arm is completely oh, out. I think how, how, close it, like, how close to his arm it, like, in it barely even touched it didn't it, it almost grazed yeah. it before so, it so scored, Tr- Trent's arm yeah. is swinging back behind his back and it just grazes like between elbow and uh, bicep that area oh, okay. yeah so yeah, I think it was fair enough. Like, yeah, it, <laughs> it, it, it wasn't a handball and it didn't really like, there was no advantage really gained by it, was it? It sort of just, as the ball was dropping out of the sky, it touched his arm. Yeah. yeah. So. I was just reading the stats as well. Like possession wise, Leeds had 62% possession, which is actually mad. Like uh, Liverpool must have just set up to do counter-attack like straight away. Oh yeah, they always do. I mean, they had more shots on target as well, Liverpool did, uh, and more yeah. shots. I mean, 17 with seven on target compared to Leeds, five on target with 12 shots. So but again, that, that just explains the, the issue Liverpool have got is they've had seven shots on target, yet they've only scored one goal. You'd like, you like you need to be ruthless and you need to be getting... I, th- I think from seven shots on target, if you're meant to be like a total challenging team, and I know Liverpool aren't this season, but in general, they're a total challenging team. You need to be putting away at least one in two, one in three like shots on target, ideally. Mm. And they're barely... They're putting away, what, one in seven here? Yeah, I do think Leeds and Liverpool have the exact same problem in that their strikers aren't clinical enough. I mean, my dad, who's a Leeds fan, has been since childhood, doesn't rate Bamford at all, doesn't think he's good enough to be the Leeds number 10. Sorry, number mm, nine. Yeah, I'd agree. Honest, I mean, I never, I never rated him at Chelsea, to be honest. Like, I'd always thought he was a bit slow, <laughs> to be honest. And it, mm. he's quite big, but he, he's not actually that physical either. So, he, like, don't get me wrong, he's Premier League quality, but he's average Premier League quality. He's I, not exactly I know who, he's not exactly stepping up that standard. And I know the so. perfect player to replace Bamford. Who? Chris Wood. Chris Wood. That's, that's a fair shout, to be fair. Mm, yeah. we'll, we'll get on to that game later on, but yeah, Chris Wood is, is he's, he's having a season and a half in either bloke. Yeah, I doubt he'd leave Burnley, though, to be honest. I think he'd yeah. leave quite a lot. He probably would do. He's, I swear Chris Wood's played for Leeds before. I swear, I swear he came from Leeds. I could be wrong, but I'm fairly certain have a, Chris Wood has have played a Google for Leeds. Have yeah, a Google for us. Yeah, you're going to have to have a quick... I'm fairly certain, so probably you're going to hear me tap on my keyboard. Well, um, we'll, we'll get on to Leeds' goal now with uh, Diego Llorente scoring his first goal for Leeds. A nice corner set, Pete. Yeah, he just good get, Yeah, just fi- finds a little bit of space. I think it was... Um, is it what? Pe- Pereira putting it into the box? I think Harrison. it... Harrison. Yes, Harrison, Harrison, Harrison put it in, and Liverpool did their zonal marking thing, but unfortunately just completely left Llorente on his own. Yeah, they, then, they did zonal marking, but, but none of them jump. Like, there's four players around him, and no, they're all flat-footed yeah. on the ground, just like, is there a ball? There's a ball. There's a, ball. Oh, there's a person above me. Oh, the ball's in that. That is the huge oh, well. issue with zonal marking, though, because you have to be able to jump while standing, oh, as, or as you have to be Arsenal able to fan. take a, a, and attack the ball, whereas a lot, of pe- a lot of players just, for some reason, switch off when they do zonal marking, mm-hmm. um, which I've never understood, really, because like you still attack the ball, no matter if you're moving around or if you're still, you still go to attack the ball, because you judge that flight, and you go to clear it, or you go to head the ball into the net, obviously, one or the other. So Yeah, I think K- Kabak tried to sort of put um, Llorente off like of, of his run by sort of standing there and trying to impede him but it didn't work and obviously Rente got the um got the goal I, I I've just googled and yeah Chris Wood spent um spent about two three, two and a bit seasons at Leeds scoring 44 goals in 88 games so there's definitely a chance if they want him back how, how long probably, ago uh 2015 to 2017 he was at um Leeds okay yeah. how old is he he's 20 28 nine I think 28 29 okay. 29 I think he is yeah, I think he turns 
He turns 30 at Christmas this year. Overall, I think it was a, a fair result and a good result for Leeds always to go against the the historic top six and come away with a point or three. Yeah, it's a good result for them. They're, they're now comfortably, I'll say comfortably ahead of Arsenal, but they're ahead of Arsenal at least. Again. Let's <laughs> get the first I, dig in there. Arsenal have had an off-season. Let's just move on. You can wish you could move on for the Cronkies. I really do. Uh, there was a, a rumour about the uh, Spotify billionaire wanting to buy Arsenal from, from the Cronky. So there's a chance. There's yeah, a, it, was, it, chance. it was announced today on the, um, as we recorded 26th of April that um, it is going to be a consortium of him um, alongside, I think it's Burkamp, um, Vieira and Henri, I think maybe, are oh, also really? going to join him in financing the um, takeover of the club. I think that's Ooh, three players. I, could be I like this. I'm going to have to, to do a little bit of research on that, but that sounds quite enjoyable. But while Chuck looks at that, Matt, do you want to go on to the uh, next game while Chuck looks at um, who's going to buy Arsenal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, next game, Chelsea nil, Brighton and Hovalvian nil. Um, out of everything, I, I mean, Kepa started in goal and he had a reasonable game. He didn't really put a foot wrong. Uh, but out of everything, I just think this game really showed we missed Kovacic quite a lot. Um, so, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I mean, Brighton White got... Yeah, I'd like say Brighton arguably had the better chances of the game if you watch it. Like as much as Chelsea were, I mean, I say maybe the better team, but and we were dominant. We had sixty-four yeah. percent possession. Brighton had the better chances, I think. And I think you know, it, well, Brighton have got the issue that they always have. They can't again. They can't finish. Mm. Um, like you know, Welbeck hit the post. Lilana had a chance as well. Yeah, um, that fizzed by. Jorginho and Kurt Azuma both twice almost got fucking caught in possession yeah. in the right half. Mm. Yeah, I think this but. is the one team we expected not to press and they somehow, it's weird, they they pressed sometimes and then sometimes they sat back so it's kind of weird to, to attack a team that, yeah. that does both <laughs> in yeah, a weird yeah, way. Yeah. Talk, um, talking about Jorginho getting pressed, I mean, he was the one who got pressed and then Welbeck picked the ball up and rifled it against the post. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean Ziyech played as well, which as you know, time and time again, I'm a broken record now. Ziyech can't play in the Premier League, uh, especially in a game like this where there's barely any space on the wing because you've got a five back against Brian. Um, you, you're not going to do much again against a team like that when there's barely any... Well, okay, let me rephrase that. A game like that with Ziyech's abilities, he should be doing well because when you've got a five back, um, you've got a person pressing you from where you're attacking from but other than that you mm. might have another centre-back coming near you otherwise you probably haven't got that too much going on because you've got the other midfielder dealing with our other attackers so yeah. a game like that Zich should should have done something and I think he put in one good ball the entire game uh, so again like I say broken record he's not fit for the Premier League he, he, might, he might turn good next season maybe or something but he's just not he's just not good enough at the moment um, and he's just nowhere near it so he's he, you need to perform against Brighton out of all teams. Like a team, a team that low, you need to perform. But yeah, yeah. A, a nil nil draw was not good enough for us. I mean, it made us <laughs> very uncomfortable because we had a chance to go third. I think it was at that point, of which we didn't. We stayed in fifth. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, fair play to Brighton though. They did play well in terms of they clearly set up to defend and they did exactly that. So fair play to them. We just didn't turn up. And I also think it's down to the Champions League performance. Oh, sorry, the Champions League we then had um, later on. I think we rested quite a few players. So, so yeah, I think. I mean. Also, we, we didn't mention it, but both Brighton and Leeds fans um, supported the uh, Champions League t-shirts um, to both games, obviously, promoting mm. the end of the Super League. And it was actually during this game where... Um, I, I, do you see the scenes before this game? I, I don't, don't, don't want to go about... Uh, I, don't say the words. I don't want to go about the European Super League too much, because obviously it's done now, but um, there's mm. protests outside Stamford Bridge. It wasn't there before this game, of which um, I think Petr Cech had to oh, go yeah, it was, outside it? the stadium and try and like, He, he, he didn't have to, fans. he chose to. Well, yeah, he chose to, yeah. The staff were trying to call him back in, like saying, what the hell are you doing? They were actually quite angry with him. Yeah. <laughs> but Petrchek was saying, let them, uh, Petrchek was saying to the police, let them protest because yeah. they're well within their rights because they were getting really yeah. pissed off because obviously they're all 
huddling together and because of COVID and all that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I'm not entirely sure that's ex- exactly the reason why Czech said, but he basically just said, look, let them process. He's probably agreeing with them. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Czech went out, there as, went, went out there as well to say, look, we're not doing the European Super League anymore. I think he was he announced it to the, yeah, he, to the he, unruly mob and the unruly he, mob went, oh, okay. And they all went home. He, did, he kind of did a bit of both. He, he did that, but he also told the police not to like well, yeah. prosecute a bit of a strong word because they were just trying to push him away. But he was basically yeah. just saying to the police, look, they're fine. They're well within their rights to be here. So just let them do their thing. Um, for, for now, he's anyway. probably the best mm. person to go and get out there as well. Because, you know, in, in a mob like that, what you need is six foot five um, check <laughs> Hebrew who's going to yeah. power everyone anyway. So Who, who can speak about eight languages one. as well. So yeah, no exactly. matter who comes across, he's going to know how to get him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Can, he speak every, like, can he speak Scouse though? That's the real mm. issue. Oh, he'd probably do an accent. I wouldn't yeah, put it yeah. past him. Yeah. Um, but now, yeah. So, uh, I mean, not much else to say about that game, to be honest. Um, yeah. I mean, Werner played. Um, when he did come on, he came on in the 67th minute. It did look a lot more promising. Uh, but I th- again, I feel like it was a little bit too little, too late. Um, Callum Hudson-Odoi came on. He did nothing as usual. You know, uh, the, the thing about Callum Hudson-Odoi, he's a positive player. Like he, he runs past players and he beats players well, but he's got no end product. So he can cross the ball, doesn't really go anywhere. He can strike the ball, goes right at the goalkeeper, or skews it wide. He has, he, it doesn't have anything else to his game. So, so yeah, um, it was a shame that really. Um, but yeah, I mean, oh, also another thing, uh, Mount played in central mid. So like right as where Kovacic would have played if he was fit. So of uh, which we missed out as well, I think, because Mount has been our key player in that front three, wherever he's played. And he's been dropped yeah. back to that position next to Jorginho. And don't get me wrong, he did very well there, but there was no one else in the attacking phase to actually do what he would usually do so we missed that um, especially when obviously Ziyech was there like I mentioned so, yeah, but I mean I think the only things to mention other than uh, Ben White got sent off two yellow cards um, deservedly so yeah, I think it's a bit silly wasn't it really it was one of those mm. things where he, he, didn't, he didn't need to make the second challenge did he and he just sort mm. of he brought I can't remember what was he brought down but he brought down one was it, I can't remember what it was but he, he, he brought down one of your players didn't he and then it just yeah it was a cynical one, wasn't it, really? Yeah, I honestly can't remember who it was now either because it was quite a while ago. But um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was quite a late challenge as well. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 90 minutes plus two. So it's quite unnecessary, really, because obviously yeah. M.Y. is a key player for Brian. So a bit reckless that, but... Um, yeah, they're going to miss him. I'm just looking up who it was that, that he brought down. It's um, number 20. Oh, Hudson Adoy. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Hudson Adoy. Yeah, so, yeah. Your main man, your main boy, Hudson Adoy, <laughs> your favourite player. Yeah, did, I mean, did don't get me wrong, he's not awful, yeah. but he's just got no end product. So you know, it's a bit like a Dumas Traore, just way less physical. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think everyone's way less physical than a Dumas Traore. Yeah, yeah. Adebayo, I think they're more physical than like Dumas Traore is Adebayo, Akin Temwa, and you know, Drogba. I don't think Drogba's as physical as Dumas Traore. He's probably up there, but I don't know. I don't know, it'd be a close one. Because Jokic is one of those think... players that, it's a, oh, I, this is a bad comparison, it's similar to Kante as well. Like, you don't, they don't look that physical. Kante. But Kante is one of those players, because he's so small, he just doesn't look physical at all. But then when you try and body him, like any player tries and body him. I mean, he bodies Pogba all the time when he plays. Pogba's don't, he, like, he's pretty strong, isn't he? So, so, so yeah, I mean, I mean Kante's a lot stronger than he looks, and I I know for a fact Drogba is as well. So Kante's got the advantage that he's five foot six. He's probably got a much lower centre of gravity than most players, which probably helps him as well. But I 
I'll, I'll get your point. He is stronger than he looks. Yeah, yeah. So bridging on that, that was my comparison point. <laughs> yeah, Drogba is stronger than he looks. So I, I reckon Drogba probably is stronger than Troy because even though Troy is built like a brick shit house, as we all know, so no, I well, holding. He's built like a brick shit house. How's he going down <laughs> like that? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, it might there might be a bit of Chelsea bias there, but I'd like to in his prime anyway. So anyway, shall we move on to the next game? Um, yeah. So our next game now is Tottenham two Southampton one. Um, Gareth Bale scored in the 60th minute. Danny Ings in the 30th. And then Song Hyun Min for um, Hyun Song, even I should say. Either <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, he scored a penalty. So yeah, reasonable game for Spurs, wasn't it? I think they got pretty lucky in the end, actually. To be fair, mm, yeah. I mean, Saints are the literally the worst team in the league currently. Um, if you look at the form table in 2021, they are the worst team in the league, even worse than Sheffield United. Mm. They've picked up 10 points in 16 games uh, since the turn of the year, scoring far, uh, 15, sorry, and conceding 39, which really isn't good enough from Ralph Hart and Hill's side. But um, yeah. It was, a, it was a brilliant brilliant goal from Bale um, slightly fortuitous that the deflection from um, I think it was Lucas Moura's shot came back into Bale but fair play for him for the finish but um, it's, it was a weird one I think both Son had a goal ruled out uh, for offside due to Lucas Moura being in an offside position um, however it reminded me much of quite a similar shark I don't know if you remember the one uh, a couple of weeks back where Rob, Rob Holding was in an offside position when you scored um, and, and no, Holding wasn't no, no, offside I, I, I don't remember that one for sure no no, 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 it, no. It, it was very similar to that one um, no so it wasn't possibly <laughs> On his goal shouldn't be going offside, and then I think the penalty later on was also really, really soft. I mean, he barely touched the bloke. I think in the end, I think. Oh, uh, let, let's not start. Let's not start with that because, yeah, I mean, it was very similar to the Rob Holding, you know, and we we got kind of lucky that that was given as a goal. And yeah. I mean, the Thiago Silva red second yellow red cards, Ethan. You know, when Matt said that, that was soft a few weeks ago. That's, we need yeah. to be careful. We need to be careful with this whole you know, soft penalty now because a, a, a tap in the box means it's a penalty. I mean, right? yes, true. Contact in the box. I'm definitely not setting up for the Arsenal later on. Are you not? Are you not? Are you not? Are you <laughs> no, not? Definitely not. I, I can't remember <laughs> who it was. Uh, I, I want to say it's a pundit on Match for Day or someone. It was, it was a big name yeah. that said this. I can't remember though. But basically, they said that, I think it might have been Gary Neville, actually. Um, mm. But, uh, it might have not been match of day then, but um, <laughs> uh, no, but some big pundit that said this, and he basically just said that everyone knows it's an unwritten rule that for a foul in the penalty, sorry, for a foul in the penalty box, it needs to be more, it needs to be a harsher foul than yeah. outside the box because obviously the reward is so much greater. Um, and now VAR has been brought in, we've lost that. Um, I, I don't know if you've got a player like Dimitri Payet, that the reward is about the same. Well, okay, yeah, but but no, yeah, but. You lose that because if if you give a penalty for just one contact and because there's just one piece of contact when the player's gone down before the contact even made anyway, but because he's trailed his leg or whatever and VAR's given it because it's not clear and obvious, um, you know, it's, it is ruining the game in that aspect. I mean... I'm, I don't know about you guys, but I am pro VAR. I do think VAR should be in the game. Um, yeah, it's just a work in progress, isn't it? And I think it always. Yeah, will be. I, I agree. But we need we need to. I think we need to do more of what rugby's done. We need to mic up referees as well, so we can understand what their decisions oh, are. Oh, that would be hilarious. Yeah, I, I want to hear Mike Dean. I, mm. I want to be able to to hear the decisions being made. You know, Arsenal versus Tottenham. I, I just know that's going to piss me off even more when he refs Chelsea, though. I just know that's for a fact. So. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, no, yeah. was that a Chelsea player just overall. scored? Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just allow it for some controversial reason. I half think, hour yeah. ago. The main difference between those two sports, though, is rugby and football, obviously, apart from the fact that they're, they're different sports, but the refereeing is that the rules of rugby are made to basically, if there's anything that they can't 100% rule on, it's given. So, mm. like in rugby, if there's a try, well, if, if, they, if they think there's been a try, but there's no camera angle which shows that the try has actually hit the area, they won't give it because they say, we mm. can't physically say that this has been a try that's been scored because we can't get a camera angle which shows the player's hand being on the ball 
as it hits the turf. But that's fair, and I think, isn't it? Yeah. And I think that should be a similar rule that in football, that if if they can't find a camera angle where it clearly shows a bloke's offside, give the goal. Yes, or or, or, or vice versa, or or, or vice versa. If, um, if there's not a camera angle that, that you know that clearly shows a definitive handball, just give it. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think they do need to introduce because uh, 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 there's so many times as well where, especially like watching before VAR came in, that linesmen yeah. would say you're level, don't worry, you're onside, and still s- see it as onside. Yeah, um, and that's gone from VAR. You don't get level anymore. You either get onside or off. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I think there does need to be some sort of introduction lenience. as well, like we say. Yeah, lenience. lenience, yeah, yeah. Um, which, you know, when it's level, then, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's okay. And I think that period of levelness <laughs> um, yeah. will allow way more goals to be scored or or be disallowed for that matter because... Well, that, that's what we want at the end of the day. Like, as football fans, we want to see goals scored, don't we, essentially? Mm. And, and, and as much as we need to be fair, I think some of the offsides that are being given at the moment are like, they're not clear. If I if I can look at a decision and I can't see within thirty seconds to a minute that it's offside, then why are we mm-hmm. then using like this technology to literally measure? And even then, that the worst ones which happen, and I, I don't want to go on a tangent for too long, is where they say that VAR hasn't got a clear camera angle and they still disallow it. Yeah. If VAR hasn't got a clear camera angle, give the fucking goal because you mm-hmm. can't say that it's offside. Yeah, like you can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's 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 all bollocks. I think referees are shit, and I I'll, I'll take the FA fine if I'm a player. <laughs> That's what I want. I, I, I want some of the managers to just go out and say Premier League refereeing they're all shit give me the fine and a three match ban or every single club go there needs to be an, 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 a, a, some sort of training or some sort of extra support given to referees that isn't VAR to get them to actually up their level because they're so protected from everything that mm. the, they know they can get away with making mistakes because they know there's going to be no repercussions unless you make an absolutely glaring glaring error that's so bad that no one can I- ignore it then you might get taken off a rotation for like a week. But that's like the worst thing that happened. Yeah, like yeah. imagining like your your two guys' jobs, you make you make a, a an error so massively like obvious that it could impact your company and they go, Do you know what? Take a week off, come back next week, you're fine, sorted, let's go. Mm, or yeah. even in that scenario, nothing happens. They're like, Oh, cool, go on. Like it, it yeah. never happened in, in any other work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, so you've 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 cost the company fifty grand, but you know. Oh, that's right. This, is, Come this has been an amazing analysis of the Tottenham game. I'm happy for <laughs> yeah, it. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Two uh, one. Let's let. Shall we move on? I don't, I don't um, want to talk about that. Just, we, we've just... barely spoken about it, so I think we should <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we do. A little bit more. I, yeah. I think we do have to mention obviously Ryan Mason, um, yes. youngest ever Premier League manager, age 29. Uh, there are six first team players at Tottenham. Who Wait, are he's 29. Ryan Mason's 29. Yeah. Oh my god! I thought I could have sworn he was a player like recently, and I was like, "Yeah, I do recognise that name because I don't follow was, Spurs." I, I recognise him. I was like, nah. he, he played for Spurs under Pochettino, um, and then he went to Hull. He was the he, he was the player who had the um, the skull fracture, which ended his career while he was at Hull. Ah, oh, that's who he was, right? Yeah, yeah. A couple okay. of years back, yeah. about four years yeah. back, his career was ended from the skull fracture. Mm. Yeah, 29 years old, um, came through the youth academy at Spurs alongside Harry Kane, mm. and now he's the manager of Spurs at least until the end of the season, mm. I think. Um, yeah, I did see a meme. It was like he's he's, a, he's basically a poor man's uh, Frank Lampard. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> which is it's just kind of funny, like you know, or it's also the equivalent of uh, or I think I put it in the group chat look so I can deliver it correct. Uh, yeah, while you're looking for that, I mean, yeah, tw- 29 years old, it is absolutely farcical, like. Like Alderweireld, Moussa Sissoko, Joe Hart, Hugo Lloris, um, all players in the Spurs team that are older mm. than Ryan Mason, and they're yeah. regular first team players as well. Yeah, that is that is mental. Yeah, here you go. So I got it. So it's basically talking from 
to an Arsenal fan and it's just saying it's literally the equivalent of you sacking Ven- Wenger six days before an FA Cup final and hiring Frimpong <laughs> to be the manager. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Ryan Mason was a, a, a regular in the Spurs team for about two seasons. So I'd, I'll probably say it's more like, you know... Jack Wilshere. If he was something, I mean, yeah, Jack Ramsey. It's more like actually what, what what Arsenal did than getting Arteta in, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much what Arsenal. Yeah, but did Arsenal anyway, had didn't they? Arteta had a good career at Arsenal. He had a proper. Yeah, the good yeah, career at Arsenal. Yeah, he had yeah. training under under Pepe, under Pepepo, mm, Pepepo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, well, what's a good thing? I don't know. Maybe, maybe like Aaron Ramsey or something like that retired. Uh, how about we move on from dissing my favourite club? <laughs> <laughs> I love talking about I... Spurs and we still do it to yeah. Arsenal. Yeah, should we move on? Uh, to no, uh, Yeah, please. Because yeah. well, Danny Ings had a good goal. I thought Danny Ings' yeah. goal was really nice. Glancing yeah. header in off and the post. And corner as well. Like mm. I keep saying this, Ward-Prowse is going to be in that England squad. I don't care how shit Saints are. As long as James Ward-Prowse can keep getting free kicks that are like... His free kicks and corners are pretty much penalties because... Someone's going to score off them, so it is only a matter of time until he scores a corner. Like he notices that I the think, goalkeeper I think is off. He's his already line. scored one in this. He might have already scored one in his career. I can't remember, I mean, but he's, yeah, he definitely got close. But the way he hits them, keepers hate it because he hits so much whip, especially like the in swingers and so much power that keepers just shit their pants because everyone just stands on the keeper, he whips it in that perfect area, mm. and it's not fun to play against. Like I yeah. can imagine it'd be tough. Yeah, not gonna lie, as a goalkeeper as well, I, I prefer free kicks compared to corners because yeah. with corners, you have no protection whatsoever. You either go for that ball or you wait for that header <laughs> to come yeah. in or volley or whatever to then try and react to that. Whereas a free kick, obviously, you kind of know roughly where it's going to go. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you have way too many variables on corners. And if you have that on top, like his ability on top of that, where you could actually kind of score <laughs> yeah, yeah. from that you know it, it was you it would just shit yourself like I, yeah i mean i'm i know i'm nowhere near uh premier league quality as a goalkeeper but yeah just you wouldn't stand a chance yeah. any, any normal guy but yeah anyway yeah next you game want, then um i think we should pause it here do you mean go on to the um have a, have a quick break and then go we... on to the city game after this because i yeah, mean nine minutes left i think go we have to cover the city game in nine minutes right we're gonna go into our first break and come back with the aston villa and manchester city game bye-bye do you love listening to podcasts but hate ads getting in the way? Why not consider subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash the3nilpodcast or follow us on buymeacoffee.com slash the3nilpodcast. These will get you access to an ad-free version of the pod as well as early access. Hello guys, Connor here from the Bundle YouTube channel. We are not only a podcast, but a source of your entertainment too. Here's a quick insight of when one of our members thought that the moon was actually bigger than the earth. Roxby being like, yeah, it's mad. Like, that is, that's bigger than the earth, isn't it? Oh, me, me and George just... Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> that time when we remember Gordon Ramsay screaming and made one of his chefs into an actual idiot sandwich. Idiots. And lastly, when in school, we go back and touch on the most memorable moments. I need to get to my lesson, whatever. You're on the wrong side, doesn't oh, matter. No. And he goes, yeah. you yeah, he gets there and you go, oh no, you've got to go all the way around. <laughs> turn around, turn around. You can find us all on The Bundle on YouTube or find us on Instagram, which is at the underscore bundle underscore, Twitter at the bundle underscore underscore, Facebook, which is The Bundle Podcast, and finally TikTok at The Bundle underscore. Are you or your company looking for someone to help get your name out? To get your product known to as many people as possible, 
then why not get in contact with us, the Free Nil Podcast, through our email, freenilpodcast at gmail.com, and you can have your ad in this part of our podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the 3 0 podcast. Thank you for listening to our brief ad break. We are going to get into the Aston Villa versus Manchester City game next. Uh, this game finished 2 1 to Manchester City. Um, who scored the goals, Matt? Uh, John McGinn in the first minute. So, very, very quick goal there. Um, and Phil Foden, 22nd, and Rodrigo in the 40. We had two red cards as well. It's honestly quite an interesting game to watch. Um, I think the first point to make, um, you know, in regards to obviously Villa's goal, um, it, was, it was almost the start of the end of John Stones' game. Mm. If we um, if you watch back the highlights, obviously Stones, I think it was the 43rd, 44th minute John Stones got sent off. It was a bit later. I think it was the 40th. He got, yeah, 44th, just before half time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So John Stones was arguably at fault for this goal where he completely misjudged the flight of the ball from the uh, the long ball from one of the Villa players played it forwards. Uh, he completely misjudged it, fell on his arse, of which then um, I think... Ruben Dias was megged before John McGinn scored. Yeah. And then yeah, beautiful, beautiful pass through through the legs by Ollie Watkins. And then obviously, yeah, then John Stone decided in the 43rd minute that Jacob Ramsey was not going to get through on him and just absolutely booted him in the kneecap. He it was didn't not seem a very have, nice challenge. Yeah, he didn't seem to have any concentration this game. He just didn't seem up for it. Someone was talking about saying that um, the reason Stones has been so good is that obviously Ruben Dias has been like keeping him on a tight string. Um, and someone mm. said maybe after this game, the next time Stones plays, Dias should literally attach him to like a baby harness and just pull him out of the way. <laughs> and it's like every time Stones about... yeah, exactly. Like every time he's about to go into a two foot challenge, don't... Dias just goes, nope. And just <laughs> him back. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't his best game, but um, credit to Villa. They obviously they started off well, but um, faded a bit as the game yeah, went on. Let's talk about Foden's goal. Oh, I, I like—I don't like City as a team, but fuck me, Phil Foden's a good player. Isn't he? It's it's a no look finish, but it's a no look finish that actually looks impressive because he's good. Yeah, you know, he's just by the penalty. What no spot. look doesn't look impressive? Even Firmino's no look when he's half a yard yeah. out and he goes like uh, and kicks it. I mean, just remember just... how easily you could fuck that yeah. up. Yeah, what, yeah from half I mean... a yard out. Tim without looking, do it, anyone can do it. Team of Werner <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. anyone can do it. If a, if a Premier League player can do it, anyone can do it. No, I'm, Team I'm of Werner fucks but... up when looking at the goal, not, mm. not looking at the goal. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, just looking at the headlights in the newspaper. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for the Foden goal, I also want to point out the pass beforehand. You see the pass really flicked it with like the pass to Mares, which then set up the goal. Like the kid's 20, is he 20 or 21 years old? He's, he's younger 20. than I am. I think he's 20. He's, 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 gener- uh, I don't use the term generational too often um, but he is he's definitely the best young player in the Premier League he's arguably top three in the world I'd say I'd say he's definitely up there now with Mbappe and Haaland Har- um, while he's not getting the the, the stats they are um, the only reason I'd say that Foden's not getting the sort of stats that um, Mbappe and Haaland are is that he doesn't play as a you know a forward slash winger he plays as almost like a number 10 or like a withdrawn he also doesn't always forward. play the 90 minutes does he yeah or, true or at all um, <laughs> yeah like I'd argue Pep. that on actual technical ability he's better than both Mbappe and Haaland he's just, he's just he, he doesn't have the advantage of Mbappe's ridiculous speeds or Haaland just absolute mm. power so, so his right, it's, it's right have, foot isn't amazing though is it? like, have, we, right, have we got the triangle then we, we've good. got you know the, the, the top is you know Haaland's you know uh, athleticism or, or strength and we've got yeah. Mbappe's speed and Foden's technical 
technical ability. You've got the triangle of the perfect player. player. Yeah. The triangle of the perfect I mean, player. Yeah, which is I, Messi. I, I'd say that... <laughs> um, I wouldn't say Messi's a perfect player. I don't, I, in his I, prime, I anyway. One that, like, the one thing that Messi lacked was the actual physicality, the this, this sheer power and physicality that some of the players had. But he was definitely... He's probably the he most complete player though, he's had. He? he was still bloody quick. No. So, no. But yeah. Yeah. On Phil Foden, I mean, like, like, like I said, the, the, the pass to Myers is amazing and the note finish is amazing. He's just, he's just, I, I wish he'd, he'd be able to play. Like, Greenwood's good, but Greenwood's nowhere near the league that Foden had. Oh, I wish he was at our club. I think any team wishes he was at their club. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If, if Foden plays, where does Mount play? I guess I guess he could play either of them because Foden likes well, a wing as well, doesn't he? So. Yeah, Foden plays on the left wing. Right, I thought. Is it right or left? If he, plays on the, if he plays on the wing, he plays on the right, I'm pretty sure. I think he plays for left for City, but I think it's really hard to judge anyone's position in that city front four because they literally just all rotate positions so like it, it, like uh, like for the goal that he scored he started out on the left and obviously played the ball to Mares on the right so I think he tends to start off of the left just because Mares plays out on the right but you yeah, know I swear if, he's played if, on the right for England yeah he, he plays on the right for England but I think Sterling yeah. can't play anywhere else apart from left wing <laughs> yeah yeah mm, yeah yeah so and then the second goal scored by was it Laporte just a, a nice cross in no it was Manchester. Rodri was it, oh, it was Rodri yeah mm. yeah and then, no not Rodrigo Rodri Rodrigo is the lead striker uh, I, I think Rodrigo the issue is. This, yeah, his full name Rod- is Rodrigo but he's yeah, known but- as Rodri yeah, he's known as he likes being called Rodri. Uh, yeah. Martinez comes out to try oh, and claim it. He flaps at it. Yeah, Martinez almost had a bit of an Arsenal moment there. I think he's, I think he thought he was playing for Arsenal. Thought he had to go yeah, and fuck yeah. up in goal, but <laughs> he had a had a, a flappy Hansky moment. He did, did. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a good goal for Rodri. Um, also, um, we pointed out one red card. Matty Cash then uh, didn't really left out of this game. Um, <laughs> he did not. Did it was one of the funniest red cards I think I've seen recently. Of that, he gets the ball, loses possession, and then just goes fuck, and just takes out Foden completely to get his second yellow. But it was the fact that he got the ball, he had a complete control, and had a really shit touch, and he was like shit, and just. I've got to I've got to stop him. He's running past me. Yeah. There's two players behind me, but he's running past me. Can I just point out down. as well? He got two yellows in three minutes. Yeah, yeah. It was one of those <laughs> things where, like, you, you, you could tell that he just lost his head a bit and just decided mm. to just go, ah, fuck it. I'll go. I'll go from. I might win the ball. And didn't. Yeah, so it's only a lamella moment. I mean, I yeah. didn't watch the game properly. I've only just seen the highlights. But I can imagine the ref went up to him and said, "Look." But even before he gave him the yellow card and said, "Just calm down." Then he's given him the yellow card. Yeah. And then the ref has been like, "Okay, he's going to calm down now." And they've just gone and done that. <laughs> he's like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, I'm going to." Like, you, you, give me no choice now, have you? Give me yeah, no yeah. choice. Yeah, yeah. Get off. Yeah, so. um, yeah, City are now, what, two games from winning the league? I think or, or, I think actually, yeah. after United, we'll like, get on to later on, if City win on the weekend, then United don't beat Liverpool. City won the league. So, yeah. you know. But, I mean, that's but, nothing new, is it, really? I mean, well, no, I knew yeah, that no, was going to happen. Not. Apart from a lot of Manchester United hopefuls or people taking the piss a little bit. But um, <laughs> I know it wasn't going to happen, but I like to no. keep up the dream. There, um, there was a very, think, very, very slim chance. but Yeah, with a... We're focusing on the Europa League now, I think, anyway. I think United fans know this guy. They're not winning it, but we won't talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about Arsenal's impending catastrophe against Villarreal. Nah. Let's talk about the Leicester-West Brom game. Should we? I mean, we could talk about something else, but we can if you're not really bothered. I'd like to talk about the Leicester-West Brom game, to be honest, because it's quite a good result. Yeah, for Leicester. I mean, not for you as a Chelsea fan, no, but for Leicester, it's a good result for them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, gave you a few points in it with Nacho scoring on uh, Fantasy, so... It did. What, 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 what was the score, Matt? It was 3-0 to Leicester. Um, West Brom didn't stand a chance. I mean, <laughs> no. they scored all of their three goals within 36 minutes of the game. So 
you know, I yeah. think after that, Leicester was like, yep, yeah, we've won this now. We're quite comfortable. We're not going to throw too many people forward, but, um, you know, we're, we're, we've done that. <laughs> I think it's kind of what There's happened. one player I want to point out in this game who I thought was absolutely excellent, who maybe didn't get the props that he probably should have done. It was his, um, Timothy Castagna, the right wing back or right mid for Leicester in this game. If you watch the highlights back, every time um, the ball was won by Leicester, if you look at your screen, all you'll see is Castagna bombing it. He is. From right back he is. Forward. <laughs> Every single time he gets the ball, I mean, he's used to playing. Um, he played last season at Atlanta, um, in in the city ass where they finished um fourth, I think, I think fourth or third. But they, they got Champions League football last season. Um, and yeah, he he got five key passes, one assist, and hit the post in this game while playing as like a right wing back in this system. That's mad. Five key passes yeah. any on any position on the pitch is good. Yeah, let alone wing got, back. <laughs> he got five key passes, assisted Vardy's goal, and also the post. And it was pretty much it. Obviously, every time West Brom lost the ball and their back, their back five they had sort of were a bit out of position. And Castagna yeah, was like, fuck, I'm gone. Woof, just bobbed up there. And whoever's playing on the left-hand side for West Brom were just like, shit, oh, fuck, he's gone. Where, where's he gone? Oh, I've lost him. There's your other. But yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I did mention, obviously, just earlier that I'm pretty sure Leicester, like, sat... Well, I don't... I, Sat back is the wrong word, but like we're quite happy with the 3-0 result. I mean, West Brom only had 27% possession. West Brom were just terrible with the ball, though. Like, I was looking mm. at some st- the stats of the game. The, the best pass percentage of any player they had was Cole Bartley, who's a centre-half, who had 76.7. And that was their highest pass percentage of the game. I mean, that's not awful, but it's not great. And as a highest, like, your highest, you want to be hitting high 90s on any team in the Premier League, don't you? Most of them were, like, around about the 60s, I think, most of them were. <laughs> I think every time they got the ball, they were just pretty good about back down the other end of the pitch. Mm. Well, clearance I mean, doesn't count could... as pass percentage, though, does it? No, I don't think so. But that, I mean, Leicester could have had more if, if you know, Castanias didn't hit the post, if Inacio didn't rifle it over the crossbar, and it was mm. what well, it's, it's been thirteen games since Vardy since Vardy scored, and he's finally got one. I mean, Vardy also went for like a, a 40, 50 yard screamer and completely mishit it. Well, he got an assist as well. So I mean, he had a brilliant yeah. game as well. So goal yeah, it was good to it was good to see Vardy back on the score sheet and going. Ian Atcher, just calm down a little bit, mate. I'm back. You can take 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 it off and take your foot off the gas. We're good. Mm, I'm yeah, back. Yeah, baby. I mean, I I mean he plays I'll, I'll on the left it. wing now, doesn't he, Vardy, or on a left forward type role? Rob, uh, now I think, I think yeah, he plays more of like a playmaking role for Ian Atcher now, yeah. doesn't he? I think uh, I think he's realised that obviously Vardy's not quite got the same. Not saying not like the same killer instinct, but he's 34 Pace. now. He isn't the same player he was like a couple of years back. So he's, he's almost working as a playmaker. This like I mean, he got goal yeah, and assist this game. He's letting yeah, Nacho do the running whilst he's now doing the the smart tactical play. He's basically doing what Rooney did. Yeah, he is, is to a point. I mean, Ian Nacho has got 16 goals and 19 starts this season. Very where very where did this bloke come from? Like City. It's, it's absolutely <laughs> mad. I, I, know, I know he came from the city, but like he got written off pretty much. Especially in the last say, season or two, as like you know, a player who never quite reached his potential. And he's been given a chance this season, and he's just grabbed it in both hands. And you know, he might, might be the, the most clinical player in the world. Because obviously, like Chuck mentioned, he did miss an absolute sitter early on in the game where he skied it, but he's still getting on average a goal a game, pretty much. Um, especially towards 2021, um, from like February, March onwards, he's pretty much scored in every game he's played in. I think. But yeah, okay then. Is that everything we've got on Leicester then? Because um, I think it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, let's move on then. Uh, so the next game yeah. is. Arsenal no. versus Everton. <laughs> no, no, Wait, that's not the next Chuck, day. Chuck, you just not want us to talk? Do you just not want us to talk? Why not? Um, what, what's up with it? It was, it was yeah. really, it was a really impressive performance. I don't want to. I don't well, want to. For any so, of you listeners who, who, who don't get the privilege of looking on um on our Zoom call, Chuck's just just pleading <laughs> helpless, helplessly to try and stop us um talking about this. So game. I'll um, I'll, go, I'll go into this one then. If you guys really want me to talk about this one, go I will. on, go on. Uh, so it's. 
It was a 1-0 win to Everton with a burnt Leno own goal. And what I want to talk about first is why can't any of our players strike a ball in anger? Like, we've got no finishing touch, but Kayasaka had an early chance. And if he hits the ball, either side of the goalkeeper goes in, not an issue. Hits it right at the keeper. I know it was on turn, but I've seen Salah shoot on the turn and rifle in the back corner okay. of the net. Sana is a Sana is one of the best players in the world, though. Yeah, I don't care. Bakayo Saka should look to emulate. I mean, the mid table <laughs> team is highly unlikely to get a, a, a best player in the world. Throwing that mid table at me, I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm finished. It's, it doesn't bother me anymore. Oh, uh, we it. then had a clear penalty, absolutely clear penalty. Was no it? one can was debate that. Was there it? was contact in the box. It's, it's I, think, clear penalty. I think the player might have brushed his sock. With his foot. <laughs> I think the player might have brushed his <laughs> sock. Or, or the there hair was on his knee or on his leg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly. He felt a slight breeze. Ceballos from the Liga felt a slight breeze and went down. Now, we didn't get the like penalty. Been, like he'd been shot in his thigh. So his thigh, like in his shit. Like, either <laughs> way, either way. It doesn't matter, does it? Because Pepe got given offside for being level. Yeah, but you know, he no, sort of deserved know. it after that. After Danny Savaris is blatant. No, no, we we deserved the penalty. He went down. Literally, it was clear contact. Da- Danny Savaris went down like the UFC fighter Chris Weidman on the weekend, who snapped his shin in half. That is how Savaris went on the floor, like. <laughs> and the UFC fighter moaned less than Savaris did, and he snapped his shin in half. Yeah, but that's probably because of shock. While Savaris <laughs> probably wasn't feeling any shock after. Was the he very, not? The very was he not? I don't know. I thought, shock. I thought to work way no, shock, shock usually uh, uh, creates endorphins in the body that flood through to block pain. Yeah, yeah but I think the adrenaline no, um, probably stops. No, yeah, that's the, adrenaline. The shock. If you're in shock, it, that means you can you see it and you're like, oh my god, and then you freeze and you know, and you don't feel anything. You can't do but, anything. No, the UFC guy just fell over. It didn't it fell over. That was it. And he's like, oh well, yeah, yeah. Either so, way, you know <laughs> what I'm getting at. Yes. It would have been on the light side of penalties given. <laughs> the the, the, highest, the, the highest of high, of the lightest the, of lights. The highest of high, of the lightest of light. But then mm. Pepe was deemed offside. I don't know how. I really, like, really don't know how. Ethan, can you release the snippets that, that I posted into the chat on, on Insta? Because it's ridiculous. Again, Liverpool had it a couple yeah, weeks but... ago. Arsenal have it now. And um, shall we talk about the goal next? I, I did just want to quickly talk about that that incident as well we we're just talking about yeah. with the penalty yeah. i think it's almost karma because the fact that it wasn't really offside because it was level like we say but then it wasn't a penalty yet the ref gave it it was a penalty but it, but it, it was a penalty there was contact in the box there was contact okay right so if i come up to you if i'm marking you at a corner or something yeah and we brush each other as we walk by oh i'm down i'm down like, on the floor right, okay broken shoulders everything this and is what... why i think they should bring back yellow cards for diving because Sabayos should have got a fucking yellow for that. The bastards. Yeah, the thing is, they, I've they, seen they Tom never, Daly dive never left. Less fucking authenticity than that. This is the thing I don't understand. I, I mean, the yellow cards for I'm diving never left football. I'm, I'm re-watching as we speak. And it is, if you're watching it, <laughs> it's a little... <laughs> he didn't even fucking touch him! He literally or, didn't even I mean, fucking touch he does, him! He does touch him, but it kicks... It, if Sabayos is wearing shin pads, he doesn't feel it. I, yeah, I, I mean, it, 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 would, it was a harsh penalty to be given. I'll be honest. Let, let's get let's get the uh, Arsenal fan coat off. Yeah, okay. really yeah. Some respect on your name to be yeah. a non-biased Arsenal fan, Chuck. Come on. Yeah, let's let, let's get some. No one respects me. <laughs> it was a very very no harsh penalty Arsenal. to be given, but it was a very incredibly stupid decision by VAR for Pepe's offside. Probably, but we all know offsides and handballs and referees and all that shit. We wanted that earlier. Let's. Shoot move on from dodgy refereeing calls and go on to um granite dodgy defending yeah i do want to, <laughs> to talk <laughs> i do want to talk about granite because granite Xhaka and the richarlison goal, just, oh, yeah. goal huh 
Was it a nutmeg? Uh, it wasn't a nutmeg. No, it was a nutmeg. Dropped his shoulder, didn't he? And knocked it past him, I think. So, so what happened is the ball gets played over the top, and you got Xhaka and Richarlison, you know, shoulder to shoulder, and they both spin. And Richarlison's Brazilian and quick, and Xhaka's Swiss and slow. So mm-hmm. Richarlison gets to the ball first, but has to slow down to control mm-hmm. the ball. So Xhaka gets back. So they're on like the the left hand side corner, just outside the penalty box. And Xhaka, for the for, I don't understand why, lunges in for a tackle, <laughs> and Richarlison just goes, "Okay, I'm going to go to the right." While Shaka's lumbering about like some sort of crane to get his foot down for the tackle, Richardson's gone, and he runs and then, into the box and, and plays then... a cross. He plays a cross straight into Leno's hands. Leno doesn't get down quick enough. The ball ricochets off the inside of Leno's right foot. It would be off of his yeah. calf into the back of the net. I'm not even sure oh, it's, it's that. It's... Like I'm, I'm pretty half, sure man. Leno just took us off the ball because if you look at the, his hat, oh yeah, yeah, gloves, Le- Leno takes his he, got, he, he, he flaps at it rather than looking at it in like hand-eye co- coordination right wise. He just flaps at it rather than yeah, you know it, making it, the W shape cla- or the cup. He doesn't do either. A, he just flaps at it. It's a classic Arsenal goalkeeper blunder, but it does go off of his his you know calf, and it's it's. He'd ma- He'd make Manuel Almunia and Flappy Hansky proud, wouldn't he, Burnt Leno? <laughs> he does. He does make them proud. Well, he doesn't uh, make Almunia proud because he hasn't mm. ran past Gabriel Magalhães and missed. Actually, he has. He got mm. given a red card for a handball, didn't he? So, yeah, yeah he, he is making Almunia proud. <laughs> Where are you going, Leno? Can, can, can I just say as well, <laughs> yeah. I did get a slight hint of what it would be like to be an Arsenal fan as well because I did say previously that Leno should be captain because he's your most consistent performer. <laughs> and then he goes and does this, does his no, best Robert Green impression. Rob, Rob Holding oh. was Arsenal's captain this game. So you've gone mm. from fucking Hector Bellerin to Rob Holding. How far has your club fallen when you've gone from Lauren Koscielny, Patrick Vieira, fucking Tony Adams, and now you've got Rob Holding and yeah. Hector Bellerin as um, your captain? We did, we did have a, a very late chance where, you know, um, I'm, I'm going to ignore that captain remark. We, mm. We've fallen <laughs> <laughs> you choose where <laughs> yeah, Ma- Martinelli sort of pokes the ball and to be fair to Pickford he had a pretty pretty good game I mean it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not really that hard when Arsenal had three shots on target the entire game yeah but he saved all three yeah but he shot at him half of them were half of the shots were at Pickford in the chest yeah if he didn't save I'd be concerned what, one one of the shots that Pickford saved he did get down to his left quite quite well didn't he it was, yeah, yeah this was quite... the Martinelli chance where he just gives right. a little toe poke yeah, I mean, that was a great save. Like, I think because of Pickford's height, he was able to get down that quickly because he yeah. was already that low as well. And, you know, I think I think that is the one advantage of having a smaller goalkeeper because they can get down quicker. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't see, I don't know, Pope's, Pope saving that, to be honest. I mean, he might have got it with yeah, his legs I, maybe, but I I don't mm. see Pope doing that too much. I don't. I um, didn't see really anything for either either team to really win that one it should have been a nil-nil if not for the think, humongous I th- blunder I think of was, was fair yeah. wasn't it really I think yeah. what Everton had one shot on target the entire game and that was um I it might be Richarlison early on actually had, had a shot quite early in the game but um yeah I think yeah. Leno made a save and Arsenal cleared it but again Leno um, didn't make a save to push it past the post just pushed it back into the area which still really annoys me just before we move on I'd also like to bring out um Gilfie Sigerson almost scoring with his free kick as well which hit the crossbar that was oh. Oh, that's free you can probably deserve to go in mm. it didn't though did it no it didn't if that went in and we lost 1-0 that way I'd be a lot less salty yeah probably that's, that's a goal you don't mind conceding is it when someone says like Sigurdsson it's a free kick top bins You're like ah oh, fair play yeah yeah. Uh, I, I think I'm done with my rant on Arsenal I still think Xhaka should be um, court-martialed and thrown it under a bus in some I thought you were saying he's your new quarter. best left back I've never what? said that 
I, you said you I've, said, that. I've said I like him at left back. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. No, I mean, not after I mean, I mean in fairness, we, we did say that the one issue of Jacko at left back is that any winger of any, any sort of pace, he's fucked and it's shown by him. Comes Richardson, right? Okay. Why is Cedric? Why isn't Cedric playing in left back? I don't get it. Why he can't play there. Jacker? He's played there plenty of times, isn't he? Yeah, he has. I so why are we playing Xhaka? Mm. Throw him under a bus in Zimbabwe or Re- something. Get respect rid of him. the process. Respect Mikel Arteta's genius. Mikel Arteta. Oh, I love him. He's such a handsome man, but by <laughs> God, he's infuriating. I feel like you should. <laughs> I feel like you should try and. Is there a buyback clause for Kieran Gibbs when he went to West Brom? <laughs> <laughs> like try and do that. Because anything's better than Xhaka no, at this moment in time. No, Where's Kieran Gibbs playing I now? Think that's is about he still West Brom? He's um, West Brom, isn't he? Yeah, he's at I West Brom. I think he might have left West Brom, actually. Is he? I think, I think he might be somewhere else. No, he's, still, he's still at West Brom. Oh, no. He's at West Brom. He will join um, Inter Miami at the end of this season. So, <laughs> unfortunately, Chuck, you can't bring him in. He's going to Inter Miami. He's chosen him <laughs> over I, d- I don't want Kieran Gibbs back, thank you very much. But sh- shall we move on? I'm, I'm happy I to feel um... like we should. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So our next game is Sheffield United one, Brighton nil. And if Sheffield United weren't already relegated, I'd say what result for them? I know it's it's they finally pulled out a one nil result. Um, after they've been quite comfortably relegated this season, it's mm. amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, McGoldrick did just decide. You know what? I'm going to have fun next game and sent most of the Brighton defenders into yeah. no man's land. I mean. I would like to point out Brighton's XG this game was 2.2 and they scored no goals. <laughs> <laughs> and they had 69% possession as well. Which exactly. Is... I mean, I, I think Neil Morpai is the only person who's worse at finishing than Timo Werner and that's saying something because oh, the amount I mean... of like open goals he missed this game, like, there's about two or three guilt-edged chances he fucked past the yeah. post. Look at how. What about Ramsdale, Matt? Are, are you still set on Ramsdale now being a good goalkeeper? Yeah, like I say before, I think he's Premier League quality. I don't think he's up there with the best um, by a long shot. Don't get me wrong. Um, but uh, yeah, I think he's Premier League quality. You know, he's all right. I don't know mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. more to say, honestly. Like, I don't want to be too harsh Sheffield United or Brighton, but you know, it's, it's, it's a good result for Sheffield United. Brighton still can't finish, as we noticed earlier, but I think Brighton comfortably up Sheffield United comfortably down um, it's just nice them to, I, think, I think it's their first win under um, it was, it was, who was their co manager Huntingdon or something like that I think it was, yeah, it was really a nothing game bottom. for both teams wasn't it mm. yeah I think it was it was just a dead rubber wasn't it in the end of the season Sheffield United came out with an actual win which means mm. they're not the worst team in the Premier League ever and also can I just say that Sheffield United really did park the bus because they had the most clearances of the weekend at 25 oh, I mean so, yeah that, that's the way the new manager wants to play he wants to play goalkeeper into midfielder and then score a goal then just play Jose Mourinho football. I mean I mean counterattack football does suit the weaker side of time, no matter yeah. which way you cut it. If you if you have a reasonable defence, you want to counter attack football because you just get opened up time and time again. So that's what most teams do anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, they're, if they're lesser than your position, so yeah. Um, but no, yeah, fair play to them. Twenty five clearances, twenty four tackle, pretty pretty good guy, entire team. But thirteen fouls conceded as well. <laughs> the two tackles a man over a foul a man. Who what were uh, over you know two tackles per man and over a foul per man. Oh yeah. Even the goalkeeper got two tackles in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if tackles count as saves. Like I would have thought they would. Yeah, when, when you die. Driving at a player's feet, taking the ball away from us, got to count as a tackle. But surely it's a count as a save as well. It depends if you use your feet or your both. Hands, Let's do maybe. both. Because it, if, if you make a save with your feet, like from a shot, then it's what a save. What if you do a Phil Jones and save with your head? Does that count as a header one? Um, I mean, if it's Phil Jones, it's probably count as an own goal, to be fair. But <laughs> maybe. See, Phil maybe. Jones alone. He's only just started crossing the Sahara away from Messi. Yeah. <laughs> He's just about getting away from him at the moment. <laughs> Uh, he's one anyway, of those guys that are just walking yeah. like just walking like constantly doing those like walking around the world at some point it'll turn back up at Old Trafford he'll walk so far but you back at Old Trafford again I'm like shit and it'll be back again. playing yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway should we move on to the next game then yeah, yeah. Uh, so 
the next game is the, the the pool game yeah liverpool won newcastle won and i mean the thing that sticks out we're for me look we're look we're look <laughs> other than joe Willock, who should be at your place your best midfielder is um at newcastle chuck yeah i think you'll find our best midfielder is at, 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 at is it brighton is that where mainly niles is <laughs> No, he's at fucking West Brom getting West relegated. Brom. That's the one. Yeah, <laughs> our, our best midfielder is at West Brom, you know. Oh, God. Um, it's, it's, it's a weird game. Good from Willick to score a goal. Um, Liverpool still can't shoot. Yeah, I was, um, I was Salah talking... Salah can. Salah can. Salah can, but no one else can. And yeah, Liverpool as a whole cannot. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I was talking with my brother about this game, and he was like, yeah, Liverpool just have... They've completely lost confidence, completely lost shooting boots, and a lot of the goals that they missed probably could have been, as a FIFA player would put, sweaties. You know, a player yeah. probably could have passed or done a little chip over to another player with an open goal, but they all decided to just try and strike the ball. Can I, can I Mar- point out as well, a sweaty goal, for those of you that don't play FIFA or, or haven't ever, um, sweaty goal is known as basically you've got two on one and the, the person who has the ball will pass it to the person that's next to him almost. Um, but then yeah. the goalkeeper is just then put out of play because the position that the player that is passed to is just an easy tap in. So that's what a sweaty goal yeah. is. Yeah, it's essentially um, a, a pass across goal for a tap in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Febbo de made eight saves in this game. Um, I mean, a lot of the shots probably were at him, but he did make quite a few decent saves. I mean, um, yeah, his chest is thoroughly bruised. It is. He's got a very hardy chest. Um, does anyone know why on God's earth Callum Wilson's goal was disallowed? No. It was absolutely no. farcical. Like, uh, so so what it was... Oh, the handball. Yeah, the handball. Yeah. Mm. yeah, now I remember. It, sh- it should have so been like, one all then. Like, the, the, the Joe been. Willock scoring the goal were, was mm. karma, as as it would be put. Oh, yeah. Essentially, Callum Wilson was through one-on-one the goal. He shot at Allison. The ball came back off of Allison's like leg or chest. It was a point blank range while, deflection, wasn't and then, it? Yeah, and then while Wilson's hands are like, but, like in a normal running position, it comes off of his hand to go in front of him. Of it which, comes yeah, off his I've, bicep, doesn't it? It, it, can't, yeah. it? it comes off like bicep elbow area, which is yeah, a little bit out. But but he is in a running position. When you run, your your arms mm. do like go across your chest. Well, don't yeah. they? If you look at it, it's, it's not like he. It's not like you know the Henri goal where like he actually controlled it with his like hand and. Pushed I don't know forward. what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's for France, it's not Arsenal. But um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I remember that yeah. one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I would class, I would class his arms in a natural position. He was running through on goal, like. He didn't intentionally do anything. I get like it gave him an advantage for the goal, but it wasn't like it came off of the keeper. Like, what else is he meant to do? In that split mm. second, he can't pull his arm away yeah. and do that. Because one, he will lose momentum and probably fall over. And two, it's I mean, just not quick enough. Can, can we can I just say that if that ball doesn't if it goes past Karen Wilson, it's gonna hit Trent and go the exact same direct and probably be an own goal probably, anyway. Probably. But with, with with the with the flight of the ball. I just I I I'm losing faith in football. <laughs> It's mm. it's so killing the sport for me a bit now. It's just like because it might sound funny to have been if Liverpool lost to Newcastle as well. Oh, that would have been great. Fun. Imagine if Willock then went on to score that that goal. Oh, that, that, the, the absolute one. bloody scenes. Mm. If what a ninetieth minute plus five. That's yeah. yeah. That would have been mad for for any Newcastle fan. Unfortunately, there's no fans in the stadium. Or, or was there? Was there for this? No, that was the League Cup, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah Lee Cutler's fans in the stadium. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So that would... that's three three and three for Joe Willock from the bench. Why isn't he Arsenal? Why did you let him go? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he wanted to go there, didn't he? Because he knew he wasn't going to get any game time. Yeah, him, him and Maitland-Niles both should be in Arsenal, should be playing. Maitland-Niles can play left-back. Yeah, he doesn't want him, that's the issue, isn't it? The, the issue is Maitland-Niles doesn't want to play left-back, he wants to play centre-midfield. I don't obviously. give a shit what he wants. He's best for Jackie. <laughs> he can play left-back and make me happy. Me and, then personally. I, and, and then I think Joe Willett knew he wasn't going to get in the team after you know Smith Rowe came through and Odegaard was off and he left. But yeah, good, good result for Newcastle. Liverpool are now, I think, is it two or three points off there? Or fourth now? I think that they're at least... Com- they're 
think Chelsea are comfortably clear of that. Uh, they are four now. points off of Chelsea in fourth and one point off of West Ham in fifth. There we go. So there's still to play for in that Champions League spot. Exactly. Um, which we'll get onto now, I think. It's a good good little segue. Um, yep. So, so yeah, I mean, next game, West Ham nil, Chelsea won. Oh, this... This game made me laugh. And guess Werner. who scored? Werner scored, but then he, did miss, he did miss a sitter about 10 minutes later. See, I didn't see it as a sitter. I, I thought it was a good, ch- a reasonable chance, but it, I think it's a it chance a of 50 million pound strikers to be putting away. He's a 50 million pound striker. If he, get, if he gets that on away. target and you look at the way that Fabianski spread himself, it would chip have hit it. Fabianski. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, like you say, if you chip He's it, a 50 million quid striker. That, Stop okay. making excuses for him if, being shit. If you shit. chip it, that would have been an insane finish. I'm just saying that now. Um, I can name about 15 so, strikers in the Premier League who have scored that. Aubameyang would have scored it. Lacazette probably would have scored it. Cavani no. would have scored it. Martial would have scored it. Rashford would have scored it. No, they Even Joe Linton. It. Joe Linton would have scored it. No, but maybe not. that's too far. Maybe that's not. Too that's far, too far. That's too far. You, you guys, too far. no, you guys aren't considering what Fabianski did to get in the way of that shot either. He's like, a 50 million pound striker. Yeah, he should be putting those away. I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that it's uh, he shouldn't have got that on target because he should have. But I think if he got it on target, Fabianski would have saved it because of the way how big Fabianski made. I mean, himself. if he saves it, fine, but at least get it on target. Yeah, yeah, but he I, could I go either side of the goalkeeper. I, I think so he goes to the wrong side. I think he goes to the wrong side. He should be shooting near post and curling it. Fabianski dives to his left. He, he should have just, yes, <laughs> just tried to get it on target, like. Just you, you don't help yourself when you have a chance like no, that. That's which, true. Regardless of how hard it is, you don't even put it on target. I mean, Werner he scored his first goal since February, early February today. Um, so in the today, but you know, in, in this game, um, no, it's all competitions. His first goal since February in all competitions. Um, he's got three goals in all competitions since, since November, including this game. Yeah. He has got eight assists in that time, but. It's, it isn't eight assists. Is it isn't good, good enough in that it? time. No, eight assists. Yeah, is but good. eleven goals he's been involved in since November. You haven't bought him for assists though. You bought him to be a number nine. We bought him to yeah score goals. Assists is part of that. He okay. <laughs> He's, his his record is already better than Drogba's first season at Chelsea. So, you know, some players do struggle in their first seasons in the Premier League. Drogba, arguably Chelsea's best striker of all time, um, who was great in the Premier League for us. You can't say this early on, you should be better. You should, she should be doing better than that. Um, when he's got so much more quid, time. Yes, I would say he should be doing better than that. I mean, let's, how move much, how much let's move on. Let's move on from Drogba, Werner. Wasn't he like 20 odd or something? Yeah, it was, it was... At the time in 2005. So that's about the same price range. I just... I just don't think I, I I think that Werner's just not been nowhere near good enough and I can't see him getting anywhere near the levels Drogba got to because I don't think Werner's I, I'm not saying that he will I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying that there's comparisons to be made that so many people are judging Werner way too harshly um, and <laughs> they are though they I, are think because, gi- I think you're giving him too much leniency well he, he, he's he's for Chelsea, for a player that's in, sorry, for a team that's in the Champions League position now, for a team that's um, in the semi-finals of the Champions League, for a team that's in the final. Lacazette's missed worse chances than that, and you've given him more shit. Yeah, Timo so- Werner has got, a, got was cost forty-seven point five million pounds to go to Chelsea. Yeah? Yes, he has got this season in total goals. He has got six goals in thirty-one Premier League games, and he's got eleven goals in forty-four total matches. That is a goal every four games from a striker who cost you forty-seven and a half yeah. million pounds. And then you involve assists in that? No, because he's a fucking striker. Like you, 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 you can put assists in there to a point. But he's yeah. a striker. He's there to score goals. But he's also played on the wing a majority of the time. That's like me saying that Tony Marshall had a good season. He's got the same amount of assists as fucking Werner's got. But he hasn't. Well, anyway, I was going to continue my point before you guys rudely interrupt. <laughs> um, 
No, he's he's for Chelsea this season. He's been the player with the most goal involved goals and assists combined. That just shows how shit so, your fucking attack's been. <laughs> Anything else? Not necessarily because we're well, we're fourth in the league. You know, semi-finals of the Champions League. You know, would, would you feel? Would you really, honestly, as a Chelsea fan, feel confident with Timo Werner in that attack? I prefer against... him in the attack. I do prefer him in the attack because he offers way more speed-wise of... and and just but, chances. Okay, so, so you're much. playing Real Madrid in the next game. Mm-hmm. You need a goal. You, yeah. you you desperately need a goal to win that game. It, it, it's, I don't know, it's nil-nil, 85th minute. The ball's played through one-on-one with Timo Werner. Okay, that's... Me as a player, I'd be like, I, I I reckon he's more likely to go and fuck it past the post than he is to finish yeah, the top. Yeah, okay. But there are other situations. More often than not, when the ball is played through, Werner's on the wing, and then he's sprinting through because he's so bloody quick. It gives then the striker or the right winger, if he's playing on the left, um, enough time to then sprint up and beat another player. Like, the amount of assists he's got just from getting in the space and giving him time, settle himself, and then play a good ball in, like a good cross or a good drilled like pass on the floor um, to then find a man to then score. The amount of times he's done that this season, you know, it's great. You know, 11 assists. That... If you get more than 10 in any in any goals or assists in a season, it's deemed as fairly respectable. How, how many goals has Timo Werner scored in the Premier League this season? Six, Six. and 31. Okay, yeah. Didier Drogba scored 10 and 26 in his first season. It's all competition. No, Premier, so goal, League, goal, play, goal Premier League playing career for Chelsea. This, 10 yeah. goals in 26 this is, appearances. This is goal involvements in all competition. But, but he's a so. striker. We're comparing Didier Drogba yep. to Timo Werner. So they need to be compared as strikers, not as a winger striker. So we're comparing okay. their goals in their first season. Right, so he needs to be compared as a striker, yet he plays on the wing very consistently. He plays as a, fl- a fluid front, front three the majority of the time, of which he, he usually plays as one of a forward three. He's not an out-and-out winger because you've got wing backs he plays as more of a left forward or a right forward if you can be that pedantic about it yeah well I mean sometimes depends it depends on how defensive we are in that game <laughs> um, I just I think you've got Chelsea bias that you, that you don't want to go and admit I, that he has I think been a, you guys yeah, are suffering from just watching the highlights and not watching the entire game oh no I do watch the game his, his movement his passing his ability to see stuff is great his finishing mm. is not good enough to be worth fifty million pounds. Thing is, though, he's, he's created is... so many chances and he's he's assisted so many times. And yeah, he scored some. Um, to me, it's good enough in your first season. Like we weren't going to win the league this season. We knew we weren't. Um, that's not what everyone was saying at the start of the season when you brought in Havertz, Werner, and God knows who else. No, no, because our defense was still, you know, at that point, still needed improving. Um, so Shall we move on from this point now because I, I, I don't think we're going to agree. Yeah, can, I think can we, we move on to the red the card? End. I want to move on to the red card. I can't I think because... that hard. the red card. You're going to have to remind me what did happen. Uh, so the player went to hoof the ball away. His trading leg oh. slightly touched mm. Chilwell. I mean, I mean, he caught him in the leg. It was, it was, it was stuck up quite. A hard thing. I think it's one of those things, wasn't it, where it is reckless endangerment, but it mm. wasn't. There was no intent in it. It was just. It's it's not a red. It's a yellow card and a foul all day long. But I don't think it's, it's a not. Red. If the studs are up, he's out of control of that boot. So he's it's just levered the ball sixty yards. Of course, he's out of control. Well, there you go. It's a red card. No, because <laughs> he's just levered a ball. Matt, if you kick a ball at a goal kick, can you stop it and get the ball 80, 90 yards? If you kick, if, if you kick a ball at a goal kick, generally speaking, you, your toe is uh, straight. You, it's pointed, generally speaking. Yeah, but, but you your leg follows up. through. Yeah, your you don't go studs through, up. You though. do go studs up. No, you don't. Let, let, me, be, let me be the fence here um, for one between you two. I... I think it was harsh against Balboina, but I can definitely see why it was given as a red because it mm. was reckless and it was it did endanger a player, yeah. regardless or not if it was actually intentional or not. What about the Tarkowski one five minutes later then? Tarkowski? Yeah, sorry. There was a, a player that did the exact same thing five minutes later for West Ham and did, there was no foul or anything. Then that's referees getting it wrong. Yeah. Then yeah. that's, re- that's referees. He kicks the ball and actually hits well Rudiger harder than what, than what Balboina hit 
chill well. And to be, this to is, be fair, Rudiger's yeah. just made of nails, isn't he? So like he takes anything and gets up from it and then headbutts the other guy. Two wells is a little girl. He just oh, upset I wouldn't that go that kicked. far, but I mean he's not he's not the strongest of people to like challenge. Rudiger's just yeah. an extreme of that. Yeah. <laughs> he takes anything. <laughs> Again, um, I, th- I think it was harsh, but it's it, it's definitely a red in stays football. Ten yeah, years ago, yeah. maybe not, but in stays football, like if you're saying that fucking thingies was. A, a foul chuck Danny Sabaris's like shin brusher I, I was t- I, no it wasn't a foul it wasn't a penalty it, it was an incredibly light touch I, I do believe that Danny Sabaris yeah. did dive anyway, and it should have been a yellow card I, I've, I've, I've removed the cloak of Arsenal I'm, I'm looking <laughs> at this from a from an unbiased shall we just agree that all referees are shit and move on because I think that's well, really good I, I do just want to say one more thing on the red card though because yeah. it was one of those red cards sorry one of those replay ones where it looks yeah. worse when it's yeah. in slow motion because in the slow motion, I don't know whether you guys noticed, but he clears the ball like he did, and then the follow through hits. I forget who it was. Was it Chilwell? Yeah, um, Chilwell. Yeah. And then because of how slow the replay was, it then looked like he pushed his foot even further after his foot stopped moving yeah. to then go into Chilwell even more once he's already made contact. So yeah. from it, it looked like it was reckless intent upon reckless intent. I mean, obviously at full speed, it might not have looked like that because can, it might just can, look like. It can we just stop slow mo replays? If you can't see a foul at normal speed, why are we doing slow mo replays? If it's a handball or something like that. Handballs, yes, but sense. a foul like that. Uh, yeah, because then sometimes you don't see things so yeah but you I, I feel like you need to do either. both things at, at, at once you don't just have one or the other you need both mm. um that would solve that problem in my opinion anyway shall we shall we move on we spent enough can do yeah. Sh- shall we nip into a break and then and then finish yes. our points off yes cool bye do you love listening to podcasts but hate ads getting in the way why not consider subscribing to our patreon at patreon.com slash the three no podcast or follow us on buymeacoffee.com slash podcast. These will get you access to an ad-free version of the pod as well as early access. Hello guys, Connor here from the Bundle YouTube channel. We are not only a podcast but a source of your entertainment too. Here's a quick insight of when one of our members thought that the moon was actually bigger than the earth. Roxby being like, yeah, it's mad. Like that is that's bigger than the Earth, isn't it? Oh, me, me and George oh, just. Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that time when we remember Gordon Ramsay screaming and made one of his chefs into an actual idiot sandwich. <laughs> Idiots. An idiot sandwich. <laughs> 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 the violation of that. <laughs> And lastly, when in school, we go back and touch on the most memorable moments. I need to get some lesson, whatever. You're on the wrong side, doesn't oh, matter. No. And he goes, yeah. you yeah, he gets there and you go, oh no, you've got to go all the way around. <laughs> turn you around, turn around. You can find us all on The Bundle on YouTube or find us on Instagram, which is at the underscore bundle underscore. Twitter at the bundle underscore underscore Facebook, which is the bundle podcast, and finally TikTok at the bundle underscore. Are you or your company looking for someone to help get your name out? To get your product known to as many people as possible, then why not get in contact with us, the Free Nil Podcast, through our email? 3nilpodcast at gmail.com and you can have your ad in this part of our podcast. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to those ads again. If you didn't listen to them, go back and 
Stop skipping. <laughs> uh, we're going to move on to our next game, which is Aston Villa 2, West Brom 2. It was a very weird game, wasn't it? I mean, there's was, was only one goal scored from open play, wasn't it, in the end? There's there two was, uh, goals. Had... Mm. Sorry. Two penalties and an own goal. It was yeah, another dubious I mean, penalty the, as well, wasn't it? The, the both, of them, both of them were quite dubious. The Barkley mm. one. Barkley did well to get in the way to then draw the foul, I think. It was, it was a modern foul, I think it was, wasn't it? Rather than Yeah, just uh, put, putting your body in the way to win the foul rather than actually being fouled. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. So, I mean, it's fair play to Ross Barkley, but I don't see him being at Chelsea next season at all. <laughs> I don't think he gets in that squad, uh, given that he struggled to get into Aston Over Timo Werner. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, oh, no, 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 we're not, no, we're not starting this don't, debate. Don't start this debate again. Is, he, doesn't, he doesn't fit in the team because he plays traditionally as a central attacking mid. We don't have that. He can't play he as a winner. He can play in one of those front three. I, 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 I can play in one no, of those front he's three. he's way too slow. Wait, what about in the Havertz role? But he's not good enough, though, isn't he? No, I mean, when we've got Giroud, Tammy Abraham, and Havertz that all can play that, he's nah. granted. Barkley anyway, got a strike on him. Let's let's focus on Aston Villa. Um, yeah, we should. Is it mm-hmm. Keenan Davis scored the um the the, the um, equaliser and extra time for West for Aston Villa? Sorry, I'm fairly mm-hmm. certain that's like his first or second ever Premier League goal. He's played like for like five or six years for Aston Villa. Quite an achievement for the bloke. If I quickly have a look at the um. The actual his actual goal stats. Keenan Davis has scored. Have a quick look. Yeah, he scored um three league goals his entire career, and he's only he scored one Premier League goal, and that was the goal he scored today. He's Lol. played he's played sixty eight league games, um, scoring three goals his entire career. He's played eighty one games, scoring six. Striker. Yeah. he's moving up in the world then. Isn't he? Exactly. Yeah, he's got a Premier League goal now. He's, he's he's basically on track to go and beat Team Avernus goal record. <laughs> well, I mean, if he st- if you just base it off this one game, then yes, he is. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say no. Is it? Is there enough games left? How many games are left? Um, six, I think. So okay, so just, just, yes, maybe. If, it, yeah, if Werner doesn't score again, so if he scores two goals a game, then yeah, Keenan Davis can break Werner's record. But mm. you know, yeah, yeah. Is there anything else? Anyone say about the um, Aston Villa West Brom game? Chugs, anything you want to? Add to it apart from Keenan Davis scoring his first ever Premier League goal. No, no, it was it was a good goal, good uh, good poacher's goal. Yeah. Oh, I, I do want to talk about uh, Gallagher actually, Conor, Ga- Conor Gallagher. Um, yeah, uh, interesting how I, th- I feel like he's got a lot of attention from Chelsea fans as well, actually, from how he's playing at West Brom because he seems to be one of their main players um, in their midfield quite a lot of the time. Um, yeah, and it's I think it's one of those typical things where he's a reasonable player. Uh, he's not a bad pl- player by a long shot. But he's probably not good enough to get in our Chelsea team. Um, I mean, maybe not now. But he's still, he's, he's 20, 21 years old. Maybe I think he's twenty two, twenty three. I don't think he's that old. Look, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's only like. Have a look. I do want. I do want to say one thing actually. Uh, I miss Martinez. <laughs> he, I, I know yeah. he's conceded two goals, but one of them was a penalty, and was the other one the own goal? Uh, I think it yes. might have been. Yeah, yeah. Mings, yeah. No, he conceded. Yeah, Ty- he conceded I two goals. To but, accept but... that Tyrone Mings is a good centre back as well. He, he, he can fuck off if, if he's if he's getting Ooh. this England squad. Ooh. He can get fucked. I mean, he's getting Every... in the England squad because he's left footed. Yeah, but he's shit. Every concert better than him. Well, yeah. he, 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 is, he is the worst of the two centre backs at Aston Villa. Connor well, Cody the did well. slip quite badly in this game as well. Yeah, it yeah, did but... remind me of Gerard, the spirit of Gerard. Yeah. If you take it wasn't quite as off, bad as Gerard, but on his entire yeah. season, Conte has been. I think even Aston Villa fans will say Conte is the better centre back of the two. Yeah, I don't, I don't it's know. just that Mings is left footed and is average that he gets into the England team, which is quite sad. Um, anyway, Conor Gallagher is twenty one. Matt, just to let you he know, is twenty one. Okay, yeah. Is that but, another um, Chelsea loney? Yeah, yes. How many loney? Think... How many Chelsea loneys are there now? About. 200? I mean, in the Premier League, just playing in the Premier League, I think we've got five or six. Oh, yeah. got... Not, not enough to field an entire team, then. 
No, but I mean, just in the Premier League, though. So, you know, that's pretty... If you count everywhere else, you've probably filled an entire fucking club worth of Chelsea loanies. Yeah, um, if, if you count everyone else, I think we've got two solid teams. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, bar, bar goalkeeper, I think. I think we've mm. only got one. Ma- yeah. Martinez with, with 14 clean sheets this season, doing very well for himself. And I'm Unfortunately, not loaned out for you. Not loaned out, no. Sold in. <laughs> we it's mad to think that if, if Aston Villa didn't lose Jack Grealish um, at, 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 at sort of, you know, February time, they could have still been in the European race and it could have been very likely oh, I definitely would have been M. Martinez would have got on European football whereas Arsenal wouldn't <laughs> we will we're going to get Champions League so we're going to win Europe I don't know how many not... times I have to say this each podcast Villarreal are going to beat you and if they don't we're going to smack you silly we've already taken four points of you this season so, I'd be careful I, I, I don't give a shit I'd... we'll cage Bruno it Fernandes. down to penalties we'll cage it down to penalties and Bruno will miss I don't, I don't think he would I think I'm up I'll put my money on Arsenal bottling it in the I'll put, penalties. I'll put a quid on Arsenal to beat you guys through penalties <laughs> with Bruno to miss a penalty. T- from... t- tell you what, tell you what, while we're here, if it gets to the final, fiver each, whichever our teams wins, gets the um the, the pot of a fiver. It's not much, but you know, it's a light bet. I mean, yeah, sure. You take that? There you go. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. F- a fiver. Cool. And if, no, if, if one of us doesn't get to the final, we both get to keep our fivers. It's great. <laughs> exactly. There you go. You no. heard it here first. 3 no. nil podcast, yes. modern betting. <laughs> yeah. Three mates. <laughs> You're going to get to the final and taking your fucking money. <laughs> I'm not giving it to you. But then if you Manchester United the don't then. get to the final, yeah. you can't get your money. What if you both don't? If, if you both, both don't, you give e- money. or you just give each other a fiver. Is that oh, how it yeah, works? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just trade fivers. If you both don't want to cry. Should we move on to the next game? Yeah. Sure. Leeds, Manchester United is the next game. But my no, dad no. called this a boring game. It, yeah, it was It was, it was. was weird considering the, uh, the early game of the season that finished. Was it, I think it was five. 5-2 or 5-3 the early game in the season Leeds versus Five, United yeah yeah. it was, it was a, an then, absolute goal fest but this time Marco Bielsa uh, didn't man Mark well he did there's a the thing is he well he, he sort of didn't sort of didn't but basically Bielsa went let's play for the draw and <laughs> they got the draw I mean United played a rotated team we didn't play our first 11 um, as, as I said in our, in, in our WhatsApp chat I think any defence has a chance against, uh, to give a, pick up a clean sheet if Dan James is starting for United. Yeah, okay. um, you, you've been saying all season that if Pogba doesn't start, United don't do anything. Well, it's, it, it, it's just a very weird lineup we play. Like, I, I get we're rotating, but obviously Greenwood up top didn't really do much, but he was marked out of the game. And um, I still think Greenwood's a bit you know, a bit green to be leading the line for United at 19 years old. I think he does play better out on the yeah. weight at the moment. He needs um, to grow a little bit and, you know, shed some lean. I think, I think he's big enough. I think he's just, you know, he's he's just not, he's not quite got that. physically grow. Um, oh, emotionally okay. and, and maturity yeah. grow. He needs to mature a bit as a striker. And, he's, and I think his, his mentality showed later on in the game where he was getting more and more frustrated by being marked out of the game and he started taking shots from quite stupid angles. Um, yeah, Dan James is just dog shit. Um, this is I mean, I'm looking like you had 10 more shots than yeah. Leeds did, but you only had one more on target. Oh, Meslier made some cracking saves, though. M- M- Melier was amazing in the game, but yeah, I mean, Bruno had a chance. Or something? But he, he saved, yeah, he, yeah, he saved Rashford's free kick. I mean, it was Rashford's down the centre of the goal, but when Rashford's got that swerving free kick, trust me, yeah, that's, that's yeah, that say, hard yeah. to save. Rashford's so. got that knockable technique down um, mm. quite well. Mm. But yeah, it, it was just Dan James out on the right. Every time he gets the ball, he lacks that footballing ability to turn with the ball. It's like the ball's stuck to his foot, but not in a good way. I thought you were so going like, to say he just lacks that foot, football ability. Yeah, that's why I say about Xhaka, just lacks that footballing ability. <laughs> he gets the ball and you expect for a player like that small and that quick to be able to turn and rush off, but he doesn't. He sort of gets the ball and then just runs and then just goes sideways or backwards when he runs because he comes short for the ball. He only really plays well when you play it over the top to him and even then he's not that great. And someone actually made a good point on Twitter by saying that 
Dan James's acceleration and speed's amazing, but his deceleration is absolutely fucking terrible. That's and his decelerations, important. yeah, and his deceleration's so bad that he can't actually sort his mind out or his feet out to do anything. Mm. I think it's the reason why he's so poor in his end product is he's so quick, and then it takes him like fucking ten years to slow down. By that point, he's already just hacked so across. It, so he actually needs to stop running so quick, or just do some do some drills at United's training ground to actually learn how to slow down properly. Because most of, most players speed. can do it. Yeah, exactly. He's, he, his technique yeah. is, is he, very, he very needs poor. to watch Adama. Watch Adama for a bit. He slows down in no time. Someone did actually also tweet, which is, you know, it's a controversial joke saying that uh, the worst thing Ryan Giggs has ever done is uh, recommend Dan James to United. And that was after the allegations of domestic abuse on the weekend. So that's, 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 <laughs> that's football Twitter for you. <laughs> that's, that's, oh, say, say allegations. You Haven't the, with, um, but... the Premier League decided to take a uh, stance and just stop um, social media this upcoming weekend? Yeah, they have. So from um, from Friday to Bank Holiday Monday, there'll be no social media on um, any Premier League teams. But, but how, how will I know when the games are? How, how will I know that Arsenal's training ground? They're all smiling and happy. How will I know? You won't know. No, you have to do without it. You, you won't I... realise that Arsenal have lost yet again. I have to I mean, watch the game. I was going to say, the, the games are still being shown. I think the, the mm. websites are still running. It's just there's no yeah. Twitter or fucking no like Instagram going on. Exactly. Yeah. Bamiang's not going to be fucking tweeting in gibberish what he does half the time. Yeah, yeah I wonder I if that, does that, that doesn't apply to players. They, yeah, it does. Still, I... I I'm fairly certain the players have signed on to do it as well. I'd, I'd they? Just hope okay. they, they sign on to do it as well. Yeah. That, that'd be I'm interesting to see if they all keep to that. I'd hope they do, but you never know. I, I can yeah, really it, picture, like, say if a, a game goes so badly wrong, I can really picture someone blowing out a load of crap Twitter. I can really. I can see Phil Foden's <laughs> social media team tweeting something again and getting him in trouble, mm. <laughs> like he did it after the Dortmund game. But um, but you know, on the Leeds United game, yeah, it was just Leeds played for a draw. They got the draw they wanted. We were focusing on the um, Europa League game. Um, yeah. That's obviously Thursday against yeah. Roma, so... United again, Leeds didn't come out to attack and United can't break a team down. No, we, we didn't start. The, the problem is, is that we, we only break teams down really when Pogba and Bruno are on the field because when they're both on the field, um, it takes the pressure away from Bruno. But con- I'm quite concerned about Bruno's recent form that he's been relatively poor for the past month or two. Um, Maybe he's carrying a niggle. I think he's he must have either some injury or some fatigue issue or he's just the, the team themselves are like a bit... I think most of our teams are a bit banged up at the moment. I think like obviously Rashford's playing through an injury. Pogba's sort of, you know, starting in multiple positions. You know, I, I, I'd hope... Well, I'd say I'd hope they get a full pre-season, but, you know, it's the Euros in the summer. Back in football again, so I don't think anyone gets a pre-season, but never know. Hopefully against Roma on Thursday we'll do better, but mm. yeah, it's, it's a nil-nil. Not, not much more to say than that. Yeah. Okay, then the last Premier League game then. Wolverhampton Wanderers, nil. Burnley, four. Chris, Chris Wood, Wood with three. He's he turned the... into a prime Lewand... Robert Lewandowski, didn't he? For yeah, he's he the did. first player this um, either decade or century to score a hat-trick. I think it's this decade to score a hat-trick in the first half. Is he? Yeah. Well, in the Premier League. Is that in the Premier League? I was going to yeah. say, I'm pretty sure he scored once, but I'm pretty I mean, sure Harland yeah. did that quite a few times. Didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Premier League, Premier League hat trick in the first half. First what we're talking mistake. about, what we're talking about, players who have better finishes than Timo Werner. Chris Wood is definitely one of those as well. So. um why yeah. do you get Chris Wood in your team? I mean, he wouldn't start. He wouldn't even be on the bench, would he? When we got Abraham I mean, he's, and Giroud. He's very, he's very similar to Giroud. So, yeah, Giroud's got the hair. He's tall oh, okay. and strong. Look, what yeah. looks wise. Okay. No, no, he's tall and strong and he's got a good finish. Exactly. Yeah. I, like, I like Chris Wood's a better finisher than Giroud. Giroud's just got Oh, I don't agree. Giroud's got those scorpion kicks in his locker. Yeah. yeah but Giroud's, Giroud's actually, very acrobatic. Yeah, but his base finishing is quite poor. Yeah, but it's not about his base not, finishing. Not on his left foot. Not on his left foot. Well, okay. yeah, I, yeah. I I feel like Wolves were very lazy this game. I feel like they've they've finished on their Premier League season. They can't go up. They can't go down. Yeah. There's no yeah, improvement. They, they just mm. yeah, like all all of their players 
they just didn't seem to want to give anything. They didn't want to close the ball down. They didn't want to give options for I the mean, pass. I mean, Troyway was arguably a fault for one of the goals as well. Like, he lost the ball outside his own penalty box, which is, I think, for Chris Wood's second goal that was pretty yeah, much from Adama losing the ball. The issue was there. Uh, you had three players behind him, and nine, none of them, you know, you had, um, I think it was Dendoka, uh, Neves, and Saiz, who were just around yeah. him and not giving him a passing option. So he, he, yeah. he lost it because none of the Wolves players cared to try. But, but all, I mean, all credit, all credit to, to Burnley and the you know Wood and Vidra and Westwood. Yeah, it's a great, great, great game for them, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, Dwight McNeil, two assists as well. I mean, obviously Chris Wood. I, th- I think both of those were for, yeah, both of them were for yeah. Chris Wood. Chris Wood but, got um, the hat-trick and an assist. Yeah, but I mean, Dwight McNeil assisted Chris Wood twice, so for two of his goals. And I mean, Dwight McNeil has been arguably, I think, Burnley's most consistent performer throughout the season. Um, I think probably him and, in, in terms I think of attack. Him, Wood and Vidra have been, yeah, some of the more mm. consistent ones. But yeah, McNeil's definitely a brilliant young talent. Um, mm. And yeah, he's, he, he's, he's had a really, really good season, hasn't he? Yeah, I could, I could see move on to brighter things. Brighter yeah. things. Oh, um, no, Burnley, Burnley are safe. Yeah, are they're safe. all safe yeah. now, I think. Yeah. Yeah, come. I, th- I think after this result, they are now confident. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the final game we're going to be talking about is a final in a competition. It is the EFL League Cup final. Guys, can 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 you can you do this with me? Can you do this little chant with me, real quick? I I, I can't hold it in. What 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 do we think of Tottenham? Shit. <laughs> what, what do we think, think of shit? shit? Tottenham. Thank you. That's all right. We hate Tottenham. We hate Tottenham. I'm looking at the stats for this game. So Man City beat Tottenham one 0 in the in the cup final, and that surely will mean Harry Kane will leave. Hopefully, which would be great. Man City mm. had 21 shots to Tottenham's two. Yeah, Man City pulled Spurs' pants down, didn't they? <laughs> but in fairness, though, Lloris and I think Alderweireld played brilliantly no? yeah. they can play as good as they want they lost well yeah I mean two players can play the best on the planet if they're defended they won't score a goal will they <laughs> if Man City have the possession that it, they did it was it was just a very it's a very weird decision by Tottenham like I, I get why they started Harry Kane but he was not fit no, no, he was nowhere near match fit I mean he's just come back off of an injury and then you start him in a cup final which you know he didn't exactly play well he didn't do anything he just spent more and more time dropping deeper and deeper and deeper until you know he'd Sort of goalkeeper. I, I think they're yeah. an experienced manager as well. I, I think if Munoz was there, I'm not saying they would have won it, but they definitely would have stood more of a chance. I don't think. I don't know because from what from what's being made out, the, the, the dressing room had already turned against him. So would they even put in the performance against him? I mean, if you watched Spurs' recent performances with Mourinho, like the um the game which we won three one against him as United, the players just don't play. For they didn't they'd already basically rebelled and didn't play for him by that point. I, I'm sorry, but no single player on this planet. If they are in a final of a game and not going to play, um, Arsenal, hundred percent, Arsenal Europa League final. <laughs> okay, that's concentration wise. Okay, that's different. yeah, that, that was a lack in of terms concentration, of, not lack in of terms ability. of players wanting to play. Like Arsenal still yeah. wants to play. Granted, when the whistle blew, when the first touch of the ball went off, um, you know, I mean, I th- the first half of that game was still fairly close. I think we only we were only one nil up, weren't we, in the first half? Um, but then the floodgates kind of opened in the second half. But anyway, I that's... think Emery then had a, a very brief chat with people, and people were like, oh, no, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. But no, no single player is going to turn up to a final and not try and play as well as they can. Mm. That, that's just not going to happen. In, in, it, it wasn't in, even really a, a that football. impressive a goal that Man City scored, was it? It was just no. a, a header a from header, across. Yeah. You can tell City are definitely tired now with the amount of fixtures they've been playing. <laughs> like You can tell that they are yeah. starting to burn out. Um, so I'm not going to lie, 
I wouldn't be surprised if they're knocked out of the Champions League next um, because it wasn't a convincing win for them, was it, in the in the final, even though Tottenham didn't turn up. It, it'll be a very, very entertaining game, that Champions League yeah. final, because mm. so it's a semi-final against PSG because PSG have been inconsistent this season. Um, mm. Obviously, it's Pep versus uh, Poch. Um, obviously, Pochettino is going for his first ever um, title. Obviously, not winning mm. anything with, um, with Spurs and obviously Pep really wants that uh, Champions League medal. Um, it'd be interesting to see. It, it, it very much seems to be attack versus attack. Um, yeah, yeah I, I won't call it yet, but... Shall we have a look at the team that Spurs put out and you guys can tell me if you think they're Premier League quality players or not? <laughs> <laughs> it seems this is so, a fun game for you today. Yeah, this is, this I can't really wait till we do this with Arsenal. Yeah, let's, let's do it with Arsenal next. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Hugo Lloris. Do we think the goalkeeper Hugo yes. Lloris? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Reguillon, the left-back. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Eric Dyer, centre back. No, yeah, I don't think so. Maybe not. At least not top six level. Maybe he's top tier championship mid. quality. I'll give him that. I think Eric Dyer's definitely mid to lower end Premier League quality. I think like like I don't know, like a Burnley or Newcastle would be alright. I feel like it's a bit like Steve but, Cook. Eh, I think it's a bit better Similar than Steve Cook, Maybe it's a bit harsh, but I get your point. He's he, he, he's not a. He's not quality for where Tottenham want, want to be. I, we're going to feel like he's overhyped just because he's playing for Tottenham and because he's English. Yeah. And because he speaks Portuguese. Yeah, yeah, and that as well. Yeah, because he started his career in, well, started, in sporting, did he start in, yeah. in, yeah, in sporting? Yeah, sporting Lisbon. He did yeah. start it there, though, didn't he? He was a. Yeah, he started sporting Lisbon, yeah. 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 So uh, we're, we're going to skip Toby, uh, Toby out of Isle. We all know that he's yeah. Premier League quality. He's a great centre back. Serge Aurier? Serge Aurier? He's so <laughs> hot and cold, but I, I, yeah. don't, I not, don't think so. No. Not not top six, no. Harry Winks. No, not top six. Mm, similar to Serge Aurier, I think, mm. hot and cold. Pierre, think... uh, is, is it Pierre Hoiberg? Yes. Hoiberg, I, I'd definitely say is, yeah. yeah. I think he's a really good DM. Giovanni Lo Celso? No. Yeah, I, I'd give him uh, that. I, I agree with Ethan, I don't think so. He hasn't, really done, he, he hasn't done anything. He, he's he, probably he, quality, he was... I think. But Yeah, but okay. If we're saying Premier League quality, yeah. If we're saying top six quality, no. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Son and Kane, both brilliant players. Obviously. Superb. Yeah, and then, and then Lucas. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. I think he's he, he's just a bit unfortunate that he doesn't play consistently in this sort of... He's no better than William. Quite a lot. I don't think. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. He's no better than William. And I don't think mm. William's top six. He used to be. He did. Sure I he think did. If you look at Lucas Moore two years ago, I think he definitely is. Because obviously he was mm. playing up top for Spurs. They got the Champions League final. I think it's just a lot of these players have all suffered Mourinho-ness that's just made them so, lose all confidence in their ability to play football, which is yeah, a bit so, sad. So, so really, we've got, what, five and six? You know, half, half and half. Half the team's Premier League top six quality. The other one shouldn't even be getting into Burnley. Then you go into City squad and it's every single one, including the bench. Yep. They're a top six. The only one who's maybe not is their keeper, Stefan, but he's a backup keeper, isn't he? Yeah, so that doesn't really count, does it? You yeah. Know? Even I mean, Stefan's got... better than, you know, Lloris. I don't know if he's no. that, but, you know. No, he didn't not. concede. Made he didn't so concede many in the EFL final, though. Lloris made so many top quality saves. I mean, yeah, Spurs like one he... shot on target. Yeah, <laughs> he saved it. It was, saved it was it, a good save, it? to be fair to him, but yeah. he had to make that save. So That's yeah. all I wanted to say. I just wanted to to twist a knife a little bit more. In, in I think Foden was man of the match as well, wasn't he? Mm. Foden was man of the match. He always is. He's really doing... He's, he's showing up De Bruyne in most games he plays. Also, City's uh, fourth consecutive League Cup, which I don't know if he's like dominance or not. Care. Yeah, the exactly. the only team that care. Because no, no one team sets out the start of the season to win the League Cup or the FA Cup, to be honest. Um, it's also probably worth pointing out as well, just on the, on the topic of Phil Foden, that he's never lost a um, League Cup trophy in every comp- every League Cup competition he participated in. So he's participated in four League Cup editions and he's won every single one. Yeah, I don't I think mean, he's lost a game in the League Cup in his career. He's probably played a majority of them, hasn't he, as well? Because especially in those earlier days, he was, he was part of the rotation of squad, whereas now he's part yeah. of that first team. He's, he's played 16 League Cup games, scored four goals and won four League Cups. Yeah, yeah, that's about right, isn't it? 
yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's a record yeah. to be happy about. Yeah, I, I think that's it then. I think um, it was Man City on to win a treble, not not even the treble, but I think it's still a good it is treble. A treble. It's not the treble. They didn't, they didn't win the FA Cup. They might not win oh. the Champions League. It's yeah. not the treble. They can get to five. But it is a treble. Um, so it's worth pointing out that um, as at the time of recording this, about twenty to nine on the twenty sixth of April, um, Leicester City currently one 0 down to Crystal Palace. Uh, just Who scored? Bring that up there. Uh, the Palace scorer was Wilfred Zaha in the twelfth minute, assisted by Eze. Awesome. Hey, Wilfred Zaha. So as things stand. <laughs> I think that it's still Leicester still in third, but Chelsea are in one point behind now. So you could you could yeah. nick third off of Leicester. Yeah, I mean I think if we get third, we're comfortable in that Champions League spot. If we overtake Leicester within the next few games, I th- yeah. I'd like to think we're comfortable there. But if not, it's still um, squeaky bum time for every single and then club. United are comfortably second and on 60, 67 points, ten points, yeah. ten points behind City. But you're fine. I mean, Join, you're fine. Arsenal are only nine points behind season, West Ham in fifth. So if you go on a run and win the rest of your game, or or just go unbeaten yeah, for the, the rest the of your last, games. The you last could five potentially games. get Europa League. Can you? If we get 15 points out of the next 15 points. I mean, <laughs> your last few games is Newcastle away, West Brom at home, Chelsea away, Palace away, and Brighton at home. We should so, be getting 12. We should be getting 12 points out of those. Maybe. Chelsea's the one. This yeah. is, but the beginning, yeah. this is also Arsenal, so you're almost as likely to fuck up against any one of those teams in a game. Mm, yeah. We're, we're likely to get like seven points and three of them coming from imagine, beating Chelsea imagine, magically. Imagine if you play Newcastle and Joe Willock scores a winner no. against you. Uh, I think <laughs> that might be a clause. Yeah, yeah. You can wish, can't you? <laughs> or Welbeck scores for Brighton in the final game of the season to denies you open football. <laughs> It's written in the stars. It's that would be written. amazing. That would be amazing. So we, we've got Unai Emery kicking us out of... <laughs> <laughs> at the Europa League. Uh, and, Europa then, League and then the final day of the season, Welbeck <laughs> scores the winner for Brighton. The, like the, Arsene Wenger has done it again. Yeah, anyway. Uh, do you want to see us out, Matt? I think I should. So I've been Matt, the Chelsea fan. Ethan has been himself as Ethan, the Manchester Hello. United fan. And Chuck has been Wacko Desperado, what? the Arsenal fan. Thank you. That's... <laughs> Thank you for releasing my gamer tag. That's very kind. Of you. Uh, I will. I will do my best to remove my Arsenal cloak from now on. Well, Ethan already has yeah. the last episode. It's a joke. So, yeah. but this wasn't there. a joke. You've given away my personal information. <laughs> this, 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 this is more out there, wasn't it? But yeah. Anyway, thank this you so much to... for listening, guys. Yeah. So um, that's going to be the end of the episode. But yeah, we'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Right. Bye bye. Bye.
3-0 podcast is just opinions of three people and sometimes a guest about football. The content of this show is provided for educational and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended to disrupt or harm anyone in any way. You shouldn't make your own assumptions based on things that have been said in our podcast without undertaking your own research first. Any music we have used is thanks to no copyright sounds. You can find them on YouTube by searching NCS or going to https colon forward slash forward slash www.youtube.com forward slash user forward slash no copyright sounds.